Bless the Lord. Bless his holy name. Hallelujah. Bless the holy name of God. Hallelujah. And at this time, we're in for a feast. We come to eat of the word. We come to be fed, to be nurtured, nourished, hallelujah, replenished, yes, hallelujah, <laughs> praise God. And at this time, we would call up Elder Joy. the Lord first giving honor hallelujah to the one to the only my best friend my comforter my peacemaker my way maker my provider hallelujah hallelujah when I get up in the morning I just want to be in his presence hallelujah I bless him for all that he is doing in my life there's none like him in all the earth Hallelujah. We give him glory. He's a mighty God. And I reverence him. I bless him for this opportunity to stand before you. But also I want to give praise God. Hallelujah for all that he is doing even in our apostle. We bless the Lord for you apostle Suzanne Howard. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are so far away ahead of us. And sometimes we want to help. We want to be a help. But God has you covered. And I bless the Lord. When I first came in this house, I was broken, shattered into pieces. And I bless the Lord that I can stand here and speak the oracles of God because of you. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. First in the Bernard Hall, we give you praise. We bless the Lord for you. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord, hallelujah, EPT, Pastor D. We bless the Lord for the prophets. We bless the Lord for everyone in the house, every minister, every ADT. Hallelujah. If you don't feel, feel special by now, guess what? The Lord blessed you. He's comforted you. He's kept you. Hallelujah. If it had not been for the Lord on our side, where would we be? So come on and bless that wonderful name of Jesus. My God, my God, my God, my God. We thank him. We thank him. I love the Lord. I bless him. He is true. He is true. Well, while you're standing, let, let's go to the word. Let's go to the word. I believe the Lord has given us instructions on today. Hallelujah. I'm going to come from Matthew. 
18. All right. Matthew 18, 21 and 35. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord, that as I stand here as your servant, decrease me that you may be glorified. Father, let your word go forth with power and demonstration to every ear passage, O oh God, that will hear your word. Help us to be better. Help us to be better steward of your word. And even as we go forth, we pray and we thank you that anything that's out of alignment, we pray alignment now in the matchless name of Jesus. For your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our pathway. There's something that we all can take from your word. I pray now that we are on one accord when we read and understand the power of your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This is a parable, hallelujah, of the um, um, merciful servant. So 21. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or my sister for, for sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted, a settle, who wanted to settle account with his servant. As he began the settlement, a man owed him 10,000 bags of gold. He was brought to him. And since he was able to pay, he wasn't able to pay, the master ordered him and his wife, his children, and all that he had to be sold for that debt. At the servant, he fell to his knees and began to say, be patient with me. He begged, I will pay back everything. The service master took pity on him, canceled the debt, and let him go. But when that servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins. He grabbed him and, and then he began to Choke him. <laughs> Pay back. You like that, Booker? All that you owe me, as he demanded. His fellow servant fell to his knees and begged him, Be patient with me. I will pay it back. But he refused. Instead, he went off and had the man thrown in prison until he paid the debt. When the other servants saw what happened, they were outraged. And went and told their master everything that had happened. Then the master said, call him in. You wicked servant, he said. I canceled all the debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy? Let me read that again. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? In anger, the master handed him over to the jailers to be tormented. Until he should pay back what he owed. Verse 35. This is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brothers and sisters from the heart. You may be seated. Well, <laughs> listen, I was in the house and I began to walk around the house and I was talking to the Lord. As we all do, right? So I said, Lord. I'm tired of apologizing. I was having my moment, and I just wanted to be, I just want to share. I just want to be honest and open. I said, I'm tired of apologizing. 
And so the Lord directed me right back to where Peter was. And I felt like when I read the story, I completely understood. See, when you think about uh, this parable, it's about the king. He had pity on someone that owed him 10,000 talents. And in those days, that when you owed a debt, if you didn't pay it, they would send you straight to jail. If you owed a debt, they would take your family, whoever it was, and they will sell them in slavery until you paid off the debt. The awesome thing about Jesus, where this story relates to us, is that Jesus paid the debt for us. And so the beautiful thing about it, when I read the part, because I don't know, I'm not a violent person, but it was something about what he said. He choked him. <laughs> he had him in a chokehold. And he wanted his money back. And so this is what the enemy is doing to the people today. This is how it relates to us, because he thinks that he can put us in a chokehold because he don't want us to get free. But I go back to where Jesus said, I died. That you may have life and that more abundantly. Do we all know that Jesus bore the cross? He died for us. That our sins may be washed away. So guess what? Now you can tell the enemy, I am no longer in your chokehold. Because when God says that I will do what I told you that I would do in your life, I have the plans for your life. It doesn't matter what the enemy is trying to do. But we have to still get to this point with this unforgiveness thing. We have to understand that God wants us to master this thing because we understand through our soul detox that our EI is something else. All right. So who wants to always be in a place of art? Who always wants to be in a place where you got to sit down and have this, this, I call it a courageous conversation with an individual. What I want you to do is begin to think about something that you know that you're dealing with. Think about something that you know, rather as a family member, think about something that's caused you to have an art. Now, I don't, we're going to stay here for a minute, but we're going to come out, okay? Think about it for a second. When you listen to this story, some of us have to be careful that although Christ died for us, and although it says in uh, Psalms 52, Behold, I was shaped in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. But the purpose was that when Jesus died, we are no longer bound to the enemy. We have such a freedom, but I want you to, no matter what, what we're going through in life, things happen. It's going to happen. As long as you're able to communicate with people and different walks and different diversity of people, you're going to have this situation that comes up. So think about that individual that you know that you have a problem and you know there's an awe. Or there's a situation that you know that you have not completely forgiven. We're going to put that in the forefront of our minds because I believe that God has given us instructions on what to do on today. Because when he was talking to me, even in the house, it's something beautiful about when God began to speak to you. Because he don't make you feel bad about it, but he helps to encourage you. And I'm learning that what I want to be is that I want to be everything that God is calling me to do. I refuse to allow anyone to allow me to stand out of the will of God. 
because I can't forgive. So, remember that person. Now, I'll use me as an example so no one will get offended. I have a, a sister that I love dearly. It's been years that we haven't talked. But I did everything I believe I was supposed to do. I sent a letter. I've called several times because I wanted to deal with that situation, right? I've called. I even changed my number, blocked my number. I did everything. I used somebody else's phone. They won't call. They won't answer. But it's only so much you can do. But at the same time, God wants us to be so responsible for our life as Christians. Why? Because he's forgiven us. And for us, we can't sit here and now that the enemy don't have no power over you, but how do we put people in a chokehold when God said you are free? How do we do that? I know I'm in the house today because I want you to understand we deal with this all the time. And we're going to. But I'm not pointing fingers at you. I had to look at myself first. And at first I was trying to change the sermon. I was like, I'm going to preach this. Because I'm in water now. I got to have meetings now. But guess what? Just like our apostle would teach us, we, we have to be mindful. Somebody, If somebody is hurting, if somebody is dealing with something, rather you think it's minor or not, that is not for you to say. That is not your judgment. We have to show empathy. Right? And come with a repentant heart. There's absolutely nothing wrong with apologizing. And I had to look that up as well. Apologizing makes you strong. See, a lot of times we grew up in an era where in our lives where it was like, I'm apologize to you. Because see, that makes us feel like, you're not going to punk me out. And it ain't going down like that. Right? <laughs> you're snatching off ways. Let's get it. But seriously, y'all, as you start to grow in Christ, something has to change. You can't stay in that old same way anymore. So what I want to say to you is that you have to give people and allow people a chance to change and show that they can handle that. Then, because the Bible says you go to that individual if there is a problem. Two people, privately, go together. If that person, I'm paraphrasing, does not receive you, then you go. But we don't do that. We always miss a step. Not coming down on you. I just want us to be better. So in the instructions, God is telling us that very person that you have in the forefront of your mind or in the back of your mind, understand this. You have to allow the time to change and cause forgiveness to happen in that situation. That is what God is telling us on today. Not boast up, not be bad, not go to try to I'm gonna tell them off. No, I've been there too, y'all. I've done it too. I've done it too. Was I wrong? Absolutely. Repent, Father. I repent before you. But at the end of the day, it's about doing better and going forward. They can't hold you hostage. Why? Because the enemy has no power to put you in a chokehold. He has lost his power when God, when Jesus died on the cross for you. So you have every right to give him praise. And we bless the Lord that there is freedom in our house on today. And he, we bless God that he said in everything we will give thanks unto him and we will bless his holy name. So we come today to let you know that no matter what you're going through, no matter what you have to face, understand that it is important to that make sure that we forgive. It is important. So guess what? 
as you examine yourselves. For God be the glory. In Colossians 1 and 14, it says, God's son, Jesus, paid the price for our sins and made us free. We are free and free indeed. We bless the Lord that what happens when we don't ask for forgiveness? What happens when we do not allow people that time and we don't show empathy? Then there's a place of unforgiveness. And see, when it, and Christ has said to us that when you don't forgive, I can't forgive you. And so the same thing that happened with the king when he forgave the person with the ten talents and then the same person turned around and hold the other person hostage and you had a nerve to choke him up. And that was only, what, a few change. But he couldn't even let it go. So then in return, the, the king said to him, oh no, I'm going to deal with you now. So payback, is, they would say payback is a what? We're not going to do that, right? <laughs> so listen, to God be the glory for all that he is doing in our lives. And we have to be careful because what you was forgiven of, you couldn't show mercy to somebody else. God be patient with me. God is not through with me yet. How many times do I have to forgive my brother? How many times do I have to forgive my sister? Until you perfect it. Until perfection hits your soul. Until it becomes so easy that it's nothing to me now. And you're sincere. And you're not even playing games. You're not even passive aggressive. I really do apologize. I did not mean to hurt you. That's where we have to be. So I bless the Lord that even in a forgiving, even as we continue to trust God, listen, my faith supersedes the mustard seed faith. I've been through some things. I understand some things. I've known God. I've tasted and see that his mercies is good. I've trusted God. So now we have to understand that even in this, as we're going deeper in God, it's not going to stop. You may have another situation, but you know how to deal with it. It gets better. It gets easier. See, when you have to think in your mind that you don't feel weakened by that, when you think in your mind that you don't feel like, oh, I feel like I lost. But those are self-talks that you have in your head. See, if the word of God is telling you forgive, then that's what you hold on to. Forget about what your self-talk is saying. Because remember this, although the enemy don't have power, he walks to and fro seeking who he may devour. So if he can devour you in your mindset, that's where he want to sit. But no matter what, we're going to trust God, right? We're going to cling to the word of God. If the word tells us to do it, guess what? Then it's right. Hallelujah. We trust God. There's, there's consequences when we don't forgive. There's consequences. And even in these consequences, well, it, it, it kind of weakens our relationship with God. Because he can't stand in the face of, of sin, right? So he turns us, his face from us. And I won't even talk to the people who, who pray and you prophesying. And we say we lift up clean hands and a pure heart before you. But then if you're not forgiving your brothers and sisters and God said, I don't hear you, who are you praying to? Remember back in the day they would say, when you pray, you know you missed a prayer. Your prayer hit the ceiling. No, it don't. It just goes nowhere. Now you give room to the devil. And then you wonder why, okay, I, I feel warfare. There's a lot of things that can happen with that because God is not present when we don't forgive. So we have to take the yoke upon us and learn of Christ. Listen, when we remember that he is the breasted one, he's the almighty God, 
And no matter how you're feeling about it, God, you told me to forgive my brothers and my sisters. I feel some type of way right now, Father, but I'm going to trust you in this process. That's what we have to be. No matter what. I'm here, Lord. I'm yours. Try me. Use me for your glory. I want to be better going forward. I don't want the same thing to keep, it's like a vicious cycle. You keep repeating the same old thing. And then we wonder why there's a stigma. See, God, God, I want you to break the stigma off me. How do I get the stigma off me? He said, this is how a stigma works. See, a lot of times you can't change the mind and opinions of people. But what you can do, you can change in the midst of it. And I wasn't ready for that one. <laughs> He's supreme. He's awesome. He's all-knowing. I'm speaking for myself right now. I bless the Lord, hallelujah, because whatever I got to do to get into where I need to be with him, then God, Lord, bless me now. My God. Listen, my title is Unwavering Faith. And see, one thing about unwavering faith, it is somebody who is strong. It is somebody who continues and continues to be steadfast even in the way. So when situations happen, you won't, you won't shrink back. You won't, listen, you won't even allow distractions to take you out because my faith is going forth. In the matchless name of Jesus. So when you don't have the words for it, when you don't know how to put it together, let your faith go before you. We trust God in every area of our life, that even in our experience, that God is building us up. And this is another time that God is building you up. So when you're weak, when the places where you feel like, I can't forgive this person, God is building you up. This is not about you, but it's about God getting the glory out of our lives. Right? Remember, he died that we may have what? All right, then live it. So I bless the Lord for all that he is doing, even on today. We have to forgive, y'all. We have to forgive. And guess what? God says, when you do forgive, you gain your brother back. There are some people that is, that is purposeful, and they, and there's an, I want to say intention. Their intentions is not to come together. This is what I'm feeling, I'm sensing now. But listen to this. I pray that God will prick your heart and there will be such a change in you. And I get it. I know sometimes that when people anger you, you can't hear them. You can't hear them. So when I look at your face and I see you looking at me, I understand that. But some way or another, because it's our responsibility. I'm never to make you feel bad or feel like you can't grow. I don't never want to be a part of my life. But if you could just listen to the power of the Holy Spirit, who said, if you can't forgive, I can't forgive you. If they're saying, I repent and I'm sorry, and you still don't forgive them, you're just like the king with the 10,000 talents. And so God is saying to us that we keep thinking, oh, he's a loving God. But there is a time where there's going to be judgment. And I don't want to be in a lake of fire burning for the rest of my life. I don't know what that looks like with a wig on. I just don't know. I, can you imagine burnt hair? You know, everybody, you burnt your hair before. And just burning eternally? I'm not doing that. I'm going to forgive. I'm not doing it. I'm not, right? Be honest, y'all. Y'all need to be Okay, I can just be honest with myself. I am not burning like that. 
I don't know how I'm going. They, they, they're going to dress me. I don't know how they're going to dress me if something happened to me. They got me all with a wig on. Look like, no. But if I go, I'm going in the right way. Right? Come on, y'all. How many of us are, you, you know. <laughs> you know y'all got stuff going on. What are you dealing with? You do not want to bust hell wide open. I don't. No, there you go. I'm not doing it. Not doing it. I'm trying to see what else I can tell y'all. Not doing it. Say what you want to say. I'm gonna live my life right before God. I want to be able to take it on and put it on and take it off. I don't want to just burn it. No. But what I want to say to us, what I want to say is that no matter what you're going through, we have to understand that God wants us to forgive. Do y'all agree with that? So what about that individual you have not forgiven? You're going to have to have those conversations. Hartford Healthcare at that time when I was working for them, they said it's a courageous conversation. We don't, we sold detox 30 days. We don't have to be passive, aggressive, but we can go. And sometimes you got to allow yourself some time. Because if you're already on a thousand and I see you on a thousand, can we talk? Nope. No. Give that person the time. The Bible says, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. And too many times we're dealing with issues that's a year later. Come on, we have to lay it on the altar. We have to lay it on the altar. God wants us to be better. We got somewhere to go in the apostles' house. And I refuse to have a God to turn his face from us because we're not following his instructions. Right? Give the person a chance. How dare we say we're going to do this and this is how I feel. And then God is saying, well, this is how I feel. So listen, unforgiveness, y'all, causes sickness. We got to be careful. And we're thinking that, oh, I don't know how this happened to me. Well, let's go back. Let's examine what's going on in your life. Who is it? What is it that we have to make sure that we are able to forgive? And when we do it, you know, on a consistent basis, it gets easy. God wants to perfect that which is in us. We quote these scriptures all the time, but when it comes to forgiveness, we won't forgive. He wants to perfect that in you then. So if you're going to quote it, let's tote it, and let's do it right. Right? Praise God. We can't have a revengeful heart, a bitter heart. We want to be right before God. So even in our conclusion... Even in understanding where we are in Christ Jesus, know this, that he said, I perfect that which is in you. I'm your heavenly father. And no matter what you're going through, no matter how you feel, when you do it for God, he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Listen, we have strong, unwavering faith. And when we have strong, unwavering faith, it builds our character. And the character that we want is of Christ Jesus. And so as we continue to grow, as we continue to shed off that very thing that will cause us to be hindered, stunted, and no matter what it is, guess what? We want Christ. We want the power of God in our lives. You don't want to come here on a Sunday morning and then you, you, you're held hostage with yourself. 
And you wonder why the praise and the worship can't go forth. Why? Because all that bitterness, the hateful, the resentment. And then you're trying to sing before God or you're trying to pray before God. And he's like, I done turned my face from you. And you're still trying to pray. So guess what? God wants us to be right before him. So where we need to repent, let's repent. We have to trust God. Yes, my brother, we have to trust God in this. I believe that God is speaking to us. I believe there is something in here that we have to do. Apologizing do not make you feel less than. You are not weak because you apologize. Let me tell you something about the person that can apologize even when something is wrong. Listen, it causes you to be so mature and people look at you in a different way. Okay? It's freeing. You walk away, and they can go sit with their girls and talk about you all they want to. But guess what? You're free. And you can walk around, and you can jump, and you can praise God. And then you look at the crowd, and you're like, y'all still better. You're still bitter. You're still locked up. Come on. I want you to get free. Lose that chokehold. You understand that? If the enemy can't put you in a chokehold, we can't put each other in one. Who are we? So we trust God on today, right? What is it that we need to do? All of it. Apologize, forgive. We trust God that even in this, watch how lighter you feel. Watch the weight of God on your life. Watch what happens. Watch the return. Because you know that you can do it right. Amen? We believe God? Do you believe him? We're going to stand to our feet. And listen, I want to speak to the individual. I want to speak to you. I want to, if, if there's something, even if you need help, even if you need help and you need to come to the altar, because this thing is real for real. Listen, it's, it's not easy. And I'm a witness. But if you know that there's something, yes, sir. If you know that there is something and you're holding on to it and God is telling you, take my people out of this chokehold. Take them out of the chokehold or else I will deal with you. That's what the word says. I didn't say it. What do we have to do? Come on, bring your hearts. Bring a heart that is open to him. Bring a heart that is open to him that will repent. Daddy, I'm sorry. My sisters and my brothers are precious to you. I just keep seeing the ark. Father, I thank you. I don't want to carry this anymore. I want to be free. I want to be free. If there's anything that you need the Lord to do for you, I know that he is faithful. I know that he is faithful. Yes, it hurts. Yes, they hurt you. Yes, you felt the pain of it. But when we keep holding on to it, we're no better than the person that hurt you. Are we strong enough? Are we mature enough to say, I let it go? I don't want anything to hinder my prayer time, my lifetime with God. I refuse. I refuse. The same God that knows the plans for my life, my comforter, my peace, if I don't rid this out of me, he will turn his face from me? Jesus. Your sons and your daughters are here. 
You know their very heart. You created them. We purpose to do it right this time. We purpose to live a life pleasing before you. So help us. Rather, we need to have that conversation. Rather, we need to call that individual. Or rather, we just need to put our arms around the person and tell them, you know what, I love you. This is a great time. Father, I pray that whatever brokenness that it was, that you are a heart fixer. You are a mind regulator. There's absolutely nothing too hard for you. So, Father, in their hurt place, we know that you can build them up. There are some that are still sitting in a congregation. But, Father, you know the heart. And we thank you. We bless you for building us up. We want to live just as you command us to live. You died that we may have life and that more abundantly. And so, Father, with the abundance of life, I want to live. I want to live just how you have called me to live. Nothing hindering me. Nothing will stop us. We bless God and we thank you and we honor you. Thank you for your sons and your daughters. And ministers, as you can quietly minister to those who probably will still need just a little bit more ministering to, you're more than welcome to pray. Father, we thank you. Help us today. We repent before you. Thank you. That this is a time we begin to cleanse, cleansing the heart, purifying the heart, and we can lift up clean hands and a pure heart before you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.